Hi guys, and welcome back to my podcast channel. Is that what it's even called? I have no idea. I'm really not a cool podcaster at the moment. I'm growing, I'm getting there. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm learning every day. God loves a learner. Anyway, welcome back to my podcast. My name's Luke, also known as Luke's Life in the Digital World. My podcast is called Smile More, just because I feel that that is a thing that I want to give back to the world, both social and just the world in general. Like, if I can do things that help people smile more, or if they see things it makes them smile, or if they watch something and it makes them smile, like, I just feel like, in general, it's kind of a nice thing to do for people. I just want to start by saying a huge thank you to anyone who has already, like, listened to any of my previous pods, pods, podcasts. I've probably done, I I think I did, like, about two or three, then I had, like, a long break over, like, the winter months, and then two weeks ago I came back, so it's definitely something that I want to get back into and maybe do it on a fortnightly basis, because truth be told, podcasts are quite easy to produce. There's a little bit of editing, like, when you've recorded, but at the moment I'm just sat here with a laptop in my, like, comfy clothes, hair's, like, all a mess, and I just have a microphone and I'm talking. It's pretty simple. It's not like filming a vlog where you have to basically film the vlog or film, like, a main channel video and then spend hours and hours editing it, making sure the lighting's right, the captions are right, tagging it, exporting, colour correction, like all of that stuff. Um, It's much easier to produce a podcast. So it's definitely something that I want to get back into. I enjoy doing them and I hope that you enjoy listening. Also really exciting news, I actually found out that last week my podcasts are now available on Spotify, which is really cool and exciting. So I kind of launched it on a site um, the initial site called Anchor, and then from Anchor, I, I think basically what happens is other podcast channels kind of allow you to showcase your podcast on their channels. So it's available on Spotify, um, so you can hear Smile More podcasts on Spotify. Fingers crossed it goes through to iTunes. I feel that iTunes probably got the biggest audience for podcasts. When I first started listening to them, I just thought podcasts was like an Apple product, where that isn't the case at all. Um, I don't know, maybe Apple isn't the biggest, maybe Spotify is. I know some of the podcasts that I listen to, like Pretty Basic, they often promote Spotify as opposed to Apple. So I don't know, maybe Spotify is a bigger platform, which in that case, I'm already winning. So I thought each podcast would be fun to talk about something exciting that is happening in my life right now, mainly for you guys to kind of get to know me a little bit better, what I'm up to, but also like as a little diary for myself so I can kind of listen back and think, oh, that was a really cool time when I was looking forward to that or I was working on this or I was planning this or working on, you know, designing new stickers. Um, I just think it's like a nice thing to look back at. So I have an exciting thing to talk about this week. It's not anything really about me specifically, but definitely like an interest of mine. So as you may or may not, I'm actually from Birmingham in the UK, which is the second biggest city in the UK, just to add. And very excitingly, today being the 11th of April, we had the world's biggest Primark open in our Birmingham city centre. 
and yeah, it's like the world biggest, which is really exciting because usually things like that don't happen in Birmingham, they usually happen in London. Um, so to have the world's biggest in Birmingham um, is pretty cool. And not only that, they actually opened a Disney-inspired cafe, which sounds so unbelievably fun and cool and exciting and I've watched like a ton of like Instagram stories from last night. Last night they basically had a media and press launch so there was obviously media press there and then also a ton of influencers, uh, bloggers and vloggers from around the UK. <laughs> I didn't get an invite, uh, thank you, next, where was my invite? Um, but we won't be too bitter. Um, so yeah, I've, I've seen a ton of Instagram stories and it looks such a cool place. I actually have a friend who managed to take today off work and go there for the launch of it. They actually managed to eat in the cafe and it looks really cool. It looks like you're in Disney, like Disney World. They have like Mickey pancake waffles. They have like fruit kebabs that are like look like the shapes of Mickey heads. It just looks really, really cool. Like the theme just looks like you're sat in a Mickey kitchen in Walt Disney World. So that is right here in Birmingham, which I think is really, really exciting. It's really good for the city as well. Apparently it like is going to host a thousand employees. This shopping, this Primark shop now is incredibly huge. I obviously haven't been there. I intend to go, I was going to say next week, um, if not next week, I might go after Easter, but this used to be a small, like, shopping mall, so there was multiple shops throughout in there, and then it kind of closed down, I'd say, two years ago, and then, let's say, it's been refurbed, and no one knew what it was going to be, like, what it was going to turn into, and then it's been announced it's going to be this Primark, this huge Primark, and then it was, like, confirmed that it was going to be the world's largest Primark. So it's really exciting to have it in Birmingham City Centre. I'm really excited to go and experience it for myself. Primark, I feel, has really upped its game over the last two to three years. I feel like when it first opened, it was kind of a shop where it was known for cheap clothing that was kind of like, you wear it once, you wear it twice, you throw it away. Whereas now, I feel like it's definitely stepped up its game in terms of like clothing wise like the quality of the clothing is much nicer also i've heard that in the birmingham store it actually has recycling points all around the store so you can take your old clothes there and they recycle them i don't know whether that goes to like a recycling center or if it goes to a charity but i just think that they've got having that um facility there is just a really cool and nice thing that they have um yeah I lost my train of thought. What was I going to say? So yeah, I'm going to go and see. I'm going to probably maybe film a little bit while I'm there to a vlog. Depends who I'm with. Um, but I will definitely do something like that for my YouTube channel. Yes. Let me know. Are you a Disney fan? Are you planning on going to this Disney cafe? Or have you already been to this Disney cafe? Let me know. Comment. Tweet me. Everybody loves Disney. gonna take a sip of coffee ah, oh no totally just oh gosh i've just totally spilt it everywhere how did i spill it oh my gosh okay so this week's podcast 
I wanted to talk to you about my Etsy store. Some of you may or may not know, I actually opened a Etsy store back in December of 2018. This was part of my Vlogmas that I did on my YouTube channel. I kind of got into digital art and kind of became obsessed with watching um, certain YouTubers who are like pros at this and do digital art all the time and create cool things from it. And I tasked myself with learning digital art, but then also tasking myself with, wouldn't it be cool if I could make something that I can physically hold, whether that be like an art print, a badge, a sticker. And from there, I kind of ran with the idea. And I opened my first Etsy store in December, 2018, and I launched it with a series of pins. Pins, badges, whatever you want to call them. These weren't like metal enamel pins. These were made from a type of material called shrinkies. Basically, it's like A4 sheets of kind of like really thin plastic, which you print on, just using your printer. And then you have to cut them out, put them in the oven, and as you, you basically print them really big. So they're probably like, I don't know, half an A4 sheet of paper. And then you put them in the oven and they shrink, but they get really thick. So by the time you take them out of the oven, they're like hard pieces of plastic, which then I turned into pins that I sold on my Etsy store. So when I launched it, I had a snowman, a Cynthia, and a Christmas tree. They are still available on my store. Go check it out, smile more. I'll leave a link in this down bar below wherever I can do that on here. I'm not sure if I can advertise in like URLs on anywhere on a podcast. I don't know. Or if you just go onto my Instagram, smile more underscore XOX, you will see a link to the Etsy store from there. So I launched it with three pins. And then from there, it's grown. It's gone onto like stickers. I've gone a bit crazy with stickers, creating sticker packs. I've drew Robin, so I've turned her into a sticker. I have cute plant pots that I've turned into stickers. And now I've just dived into planner stickers. So they're like smaller stickers that you can put in your diaries, your journals, your planners, um, basically anywhere. So I have more ideas coming soon, but I wanted to just kind of like step back a little bit and kind of talk to you about the struggles with having an Etsy store because I wasn't aware of how slow it would be. I just initially thought, I guess this is just kind of being a bit, I don't know, narrow-minded. Basically, I became obsessed with a few YouTubers who had their own Etsy stores and I watched all of their studio vlogs and I saw the items that they made and I was like, I really want to do this. I really want to like create some items. So I did. I made the Christmas pins and I made so many. Like, I'm not even kidding. I made probably 20 of each pin. So I had like 60 units and I honestly thought they were going to sell out on the first day because the people they follow when they launch a new product their items sell out really really quick so i just thought if my items and my etsy store looks on the same level the same standard as theirs surely mine will sell out too and um it's fair to say that they didn't <laughs> um having an etsy store is not as easy as just putting an item on there clicking for sale and then people buy it. I mean, yes, in a nutshell, that's what happens, but you gotta remember there are millions and millions of people on Etsy. I don't know about millions, but there's like thousands 
of people on Etsy and there's thousands of similar items to yours. So trying to get your item in the algorithm so that when people search for a snowman pin or Christmas tree pin, yours comes up towards the top as opposed to being 10 pages like down. Because let's face it, if you're searching for an item, do you ever go on page two, page three, page four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten? Like, no, people don't do that. So if you're not on the first page, chances are your items are never going to be seen. And that is something that I learned the hard way. I created and spent three nights probably creating all these pins ready for the launch, thinking I was going to have this huge sellout like Kylie Jenner with her lip kits. Like, everyone's going to be on there. Everyone's going to buy them. Everyone's going to just like sell out instantly no it didn't happen at all so i guess <laughs> it's just kind of like a little bit of advice because i didn't see this anywhere like i've followed like so many um tutorials and listened to so many tutorials and podcasts about like opening it store like things to do when you open it store and no one actually tells you or talks about it not working and i was like this is really disheartening like am i doing something wrong have i missed a trick when in reality, it's that's just the way it is. Like it takes so much work for you and your items to get into the algorithms to be promoted up to the top of like people's search and finds. Um, so I don't know. I just wanted to come and talk to you guys on the podcast about this. I don't know if anyone's this even has a Etsy store who I'm talking to, who this is going out to. If you don't, you might be like, this is so boring. But if you do, and it helps you, and if you're struggling with selling stuff on Etsy as well, um, you're not you're, you're not on your own. But I will say, since then, since Christmas, diving into other products, like my sticker packs, like my planner stickers, um, and taking more time to care about how I title my items and the description of the items and the tags to my items, I've definitely seen an increase in sales ultimately, which is really nice, but more so um, people favoriting my shop or favoriting a specific item. So I don't know if you, on Etsy, similar to like eBay or any shopping, like website you can go on there and you can kind of like favorite items they just obviously save in your like favorite menu favorite inbox um so i've definitely seen a huge increase of people favoriting my items in my shops which is really good it's not a sale it doesn't mean that people have bought them um but it definitely means that people are more interested in them and it also means that people are seeing them which is the main things people need to see them in order to actually buy them so I just wanted to come on and say that <laughs> if you are, if you do have an Etsy store and you've just launched it and or you're launching one and sales don't come through straight away, don't think you're doing something wrong. It's just going to take a while for your items and your store to be found in the algorithm world of Etsy. But also on a lighter note, I do just want to say a huge, huge, huge thank you to each and every one of you who have purchased from my Etsy store, whether or not you've ordered one thing or numerous things or one of everything from my channel, from my channel, from my store, um, it really does mean the world to me. Obviously, the more sales that I sell on there, my channel will become more popular. And I think as a 
buyer's point of view, if I was to go on a shop and see that they had zero sales, I'd be like, I'm not buying from this person or there's something fishy with this person. Why have they not sold anything? Whereas now I'm getting into the, like the 25, 30 sales mark. Um, it's really cool and it's building up my figures. So a huge thank you to each and every one of you. It really does mean the world that you're, you know, spending your money on something that I've created that's just really, really kind and really, really special. And I am hugely grateful. So thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Next, I'm so grateful for my Etsy. So cheesy. Um, yes. What, oh, also, just on a side note, I actually have the ability to do custom orders. And I actually have had one lady from America. She's, no, one lady from America and one person from the UK have custom orders. So if you see, like, a specific sticker that you like, you can have that sticker created, like, just as one pack. Does that make sense? I don't know. So basically, if there's one design that you like of a certain sticker, you can have a whole pack created of that item. So you basically get multiple of the same stickers. I hope that explained. If not, I'm the worst person to do sales. <laughs> anyway, I am going to wrap this up. This is my longest podcast today. This is currently 18 minutes long. I'm probably going to just trim it a little bit. Um, but thank you for listening as always. Don't forget if you aren't already, you can subscribe to this podcast. You can also find me on social media at Luke's Life. And don't forget to check out my YouTube channel at Luke's Life. Also, um, I think you can write this podcast in the podcast world. So I'd be really grateful if you could do that just to help me get in the podcast world and take it over because I like to be on as many social media platforms as possible. Thank you for listening as always and I'll speak to you real, real soon. 